a clear plan to win with money, we got you covered. Tune in to The Ramsey Show. Listen live weekdays at 1 on WMAY 927, 94.7, and 970 AM. All right. Jim has some of the worst music beds, I swear to God. He needs to update them. Just, I don't know what the heck I'm listening. I think it's Hall and Oates is what I'm listening to, but I'm going to change it up. Here's a jaunty little number for you. Say, this is what I call real music, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> that voice you hear, you know him from the newsroom most of the time, Kevin Hart. Hey, uh, hey. He's joining me in studio because normally on a on a usual Wednesday when we have the full complement of staffing here at WMAY, we record a little something called Way Out Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Put it up on Facebook. You can find it at, uh, is it on the MAY Facebook page at times? Um, or more? I, I do tend to share it there, yes. It usually comes straight from the Kevin Hart WMAY reporter, but I will share it to the WMAY page. So you can find it either places. All right. So what it is, basically, we just tell talk about wacky stories that are underreported in the mainstream media. Although the first story we have today actually was reported by us here at WMAY. It was, yes. Um, and the story, um, and, and it, it talks of the detail in the story. Now, the main story is about a sheriff's deputy who got the FOP award for a million-dollar drug seizure. Now, we're not making well fun done. of that. No, no, right, well no, done there. That's great. But what we are <laughs> going to make fun of is uh, the guy that he caught. Now, uh, this guy, and he caught him on April 1st, by the way, which is wonderful. Very nice. And uh, he was he stopped this car and the guy was like, oh, you can't look in my car because these are my um, <clears throat> COVID-19 samples. Like how <laughs> like how suspicious do you sound with that? It's funny you mentioned that. I'm going to share a quick story here, a quick aside that the first time I moved here, which is now th- 14 years ago, wow. uh, I'm coming up. I'm, I, yeah, I just celebrated 14 years in the station. Uh, the first time I went to we ha- at one point had a downtown studio. Mm hmm. First shift I did in the downtown studio down there, uh, an individual came up to me and asked if I had money for his heart medication. Now, he's like, I got to refill this prescription. What he was holding was a crack vial. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I was like, uh, no, sir, that is not heart medication. It may make your heart explode, but that's not heart medication. <laughs> uh, speaking of those who meet untimely demise, there, as there has been as, with the dawn of TikTok and stuff, you have seen more and more professions give you behind-the-scene videos. Yeah. Uh, this particular one is a mortician. Oh, um, no. And uh, the thing about—here's the, here's the thing that really struck me in this particular instance. Uh, she says she revealed that when carrying out a post-mortem, you can find all the tools you'll need in a typical kitchen. Oh, well. Hmm. She says we use ladles— jugs, sponges, knives, and scissors, to name a few. However, we do have some specialist equipment such as rib shears, oscillating saws, and suturing needles and threads. The equipment used hasn't actually changed much in many years. Guess not. And uh, I I guess if you think about it, and not to get too TMI on it, but I guess some of those make sense for some of those regular kitchen items. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you need the rib shears and stuff, but... The ladle and jug thing is what I'm like. I get the sponges, I get the knives, but the ladle, like, we got to mix me up some intestine here. We got got the special today. Make sure that's going on there. Just throw a little bit of cayenne, and that's going to be good to eat later on. (laughs) What do you got next there, Kev? We got next, well, uh, 
uh, of, of thing people like to, and you see, you see these, and this has been popular even long before the internet. People toying around in their yearbooks and putting different uh, quotes, but this this goes a, a some would maybe say a little too far. I don't know. We can, you guys can be the judge oh, of this. okay. I think I know where you're going with this yes. hacker kid. Yeah, this hacker kid who uh, decided that he was going to hack into a database and put a quote from Hitler into the school's yearbook. When are we gonna? When are we gonna find? Here, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. The only person that can can, can use the Hitler joke, Mel Brooks. Mel right? Brooks, right? And the producers. Yes, that's about. That's it. Here's the list of people that make hilarious Hitler jokes. Mel Brooks, and the end of the list. Yeah. You're not okay. Continue on. So yeah. yeah so he puts the Hitler quote in there. It it reads. Um, it is a quite a special secret pleasure how people around us. Um, well, it's cut off when I tried to print it, but that's okay. We don't need to hear what Hitler no, we don't had need. To say. We don't need that huge um, quote. And um, the, the police say the same student was responsible for another unauthorized yearbook entry, which referenced one of the Boston Marathon bombers. Boy, I this mean, kid's hitting goodness. all the hits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's he's uh, facing computer crimes for that. Um, and they're like, we deeply regret not having caught the act of bigotry and vandalism before the yearbook was printed. Um, okay. Yeah, it happens. That kid's hitting all the high comedy bits. Mm-hmm. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for one Johnny Molson, who loves himself Back to the Future. Uh, I love Back to the Future. Actually, he's never seen it. Oh, that's right. We, he we, hasn't. We along argue with, about, like, every other movie. Yeah, we argue about that quite a bit. But uh, apparently there is a, a according to, this is from the Daily Star, a highly reputable uh, publication. Mm-hmm. A man claiming to be a time traveler from the year 5000. Get this. Groundbreaking stuff here says entire cities will be underwater because of climate change, and he had photographic evidence. The man, only known as Edward, told Apex TV he was part of a top-secret time-traveling experiment in 2004 and was sent 3,000 years into the future. To the, uh, to the surprise, the man claims that he, when he arrived in the future, he was presented with the site of Los Angeles submerged by a great body of water, Edward says he had been working in L.A. in a laboratory when he said he was given an assignment to go into the future and take photographs. And the video of the man's face blurred and his voice distorted. Of course it was. Tells a story because he's trying to protect his identity. Well, oh, yeah. No, I, absolutely. Of okay, course. Here's the thing that, 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 I, that really f- I'm more shocked at than anything else from old Edward the Time Traveler's story. And was that? Is the fact that in the year 5000, there's still water on our planet. I was going to say, well. That, that's the thing that, uh, if you're going to come back there, Edward, give me a little bit more something than just there's water that's engulfed all of us. Did they tell him how he got back? No. Oh, okay. So he just, like, came back. This is like a time limit, maybe. I don't know. And, and by the way, also, Edward, if you're putting stock of what Edward says, watch out for 2022, because that's when the aliens finally show up. Oh, how about that? Thanks, Edward. Thanks, Edward. That's the worst name for a time traveler ever. Hey, Edward's not a bad name. By the way, it makes Marty McFly sound cool. Marty was you, Marty was kind of a bad time traveler name, He's- and then Edward showed up. With the, check it out, there's going to be cities underwater. Oh, my God. No one could have predicted that. Yeah, no one at all, Ed. What an idiot. Uh, thank you very much, Kevin Hart. Of course. Thanks for thanks for, for uh, doing uh, this on, on here, yeah. Another.